This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollock. Welcome to Friday. There's been a 210% increase in the cost of eggs. How much longer can this go on? We'll talk with someone from the University of Missouri. Governor Mike Parson just signed another pay raise for state workers. We'll hear from the governor. Today, we're going to get started with a history piece on the Santa Fe Trail, which started in Franklin, Missouri. Joining us is Tim Carson, a contributor to Missouri Life magazine and a distant cousin of Kit Carson, famous from American folklore. Tim, welcome. Thank you. So nice to be with you. Yeah, well, before we talk about the Santa Fe Trail, uh, and it all intertwines, uh, but talk about the relationship to Kit Carson. How, how far back, when I say distant cousin, how far right. back are we going? Yeah, so I'm a seventh cousin. So that would be down um, from Kit's grandfather, uh, his brother, down that line, seven, seven generations. Wow. Well, Kit Carson is known as an early frontiersman. He was also a Union soldier in the Civil War. But how does the family remember Kit? Well, really through narratives that were passed down to our family and artifacts. So I grew up uh, uh, surrounded with the lore of Kit Carson and some actual documents that came down and uh, a Ute Indian bow that made its way to our family and that we that we eventually um, donated to a museum in um, in Taos, and so that was that was a part of it, um, kind of from the beginning. And so my explorations came later as I entered adult life, and I started actually exploring those roots. Tim Carson is joining us, a contributor to Missouri Life Magazine, and you talked about some of those artifacts. Uh, to the museum in Taos. That's not Taos, Missouri. There's a small little town east of Jefferson <laughs> City, not Taos, but Taos, New Mexico. That is correct. Yeah, and I, and I want to clarify that because uh, Kit Carson, he was born in Kentucky but raised in Missouri. Well, how did he become uh, an icon it, for shaping the American West? Well, that's interesting. Um, the, the first thing to say is that Kit's family and their migration was not unusual at all. Um, they were they were surrounded by hundreds and then thousands of people that did the same thing. So the beginning of their story was very much like countless others. It was an immigration that came mostly from the Upper South. You know, Kit was born in 1809, and about a year after that, his family pulled up stakes, and, and they, they came out west along what would be the Boonsleck Road and ended up settling in the Boonsleck area, which would be, you know, around... Franklin, New Franklin. Kit grew up there uh, in uh, kind of, you know, that's long before uh, Missouri became a state in 1821, and it was a very uh, raw and rude uh, kind of fun- frontier life. Uh, Kit and his family were established there, and things proceeded well until um, Kit's father uh, was killed in an, an accident as they were clearing land. And so then Kit became, you know, kind of the caretaker of the family for a while with all the other children. Some of his older brothers already went out to Santa Fe Trail. And so he was, uh, he was apprenticed out to a saddle maker in Franklin uh, by the name of David Workman. He was about 14 years old. Imagine this 14 year old uh, young man uh, working in a leather shop and having explorers and settlers and travelers on the what would be the become the Santa Fe Trail heading out west and uh, witnessing this movement and he was not destined to stay a saddle maker 
he would, like his other brothers, he would head out west. He would hop a he would hop a wagon train, a merchant wagon train, heading to the west, and then eventually, as that kind of uh, style of life wore itself out, um, on one of those trips that he came back, he went on to St. Louis, and there, um, as fate would have it, he met the great explorer John Fremont, who would map the West in three tours, three different times. And he invited Kit to be his guide. And at that time, after Kit became the guide of John Fremont, that's when Kit entered the uh, American imagination because um, Fremont became famous and Kit with him. And so then the mythology of Kit Carson started to arise. So there was the actual historical figure of Kit Carson, and then there was the growing legend. He eventually moved to Taos, and he married and had all his children, and he became a union officer. At that time, he was an Indian agent, and uh, then he died in Colorado and eventually moved back to Taos for his final burial. Tim Carson is joining us on Show Me Today, a contributor to Missouri Life magazine. Uh, Your relationship uh, being a seventh cousin to Kit Carson, is that what drew your interest into learning more about the Santa Fe Trail yourself? It actually is. Well, take us back yeah. to the early days of the Santa Fe Trail. How did it get it started in, in Franklin, that Boonslick area that you talk about just north of the Missouri River? Right. So um, you have to imagine that at one time in history, this is before Missouri became a state, it's still a territory, Franklin was the largest community west of the west of st louis west of st charles it was a booming place it became the place not only that was the center in the boons of you know, settlement and provision it became the place that was the last stop on the way west um and so um William Becknell was a person who lived in this area and eventually to outrun and service his debts because of the great meltdown, economic meltdown of 1819, the banks went south. Um, he uh, mounted a, a caravan, a small number, that uh, were, were heading west to connect with uh, Santa You know, Santa Fe was the northernmost district of Mexico. And so that was the northernmost uh, outpost. So you would go there to take your goods there, and you would retrieve other goods and come back, and you would make your your, your fortune. So he mounted this, and this was this was just as Missouri was becoming a state. He was heading he was heading out, proceeding that time, and he <clears throat> encountered a military detachment uh, of um, Mexicans. And the Mexicans had just declared independence from Spain. And what that meant was this. Spain had held a very tight rein on trade because they didn't want those Americans coming down and moving in on their territory. The Mexicans were just the opposite. They wanted this free flow of trade. They wanted to go, and it really happened because starting in that, that particular year, Becknell came back to Franklin and they started mounting one after the other of these great merchant wagon trains that went west and it grew exponentially. And um, there were military detachments that went down and then there were these merchant detachments. It was the source of wealth 
that dug people out in the Boonslick out of a deep depression. And the truck with Mexico cannot be underestimated. They would take goods down. They would come back with silver. It was uh, a, a, an um, amazing pathway. They went both ways. Mexican merchants were coming the other way. They were heading east all the way to St. Louis. And so this became the transnational road across Missouri that connected with all the great trails west, Santa Fe, California, the Mormon Trail, the Oregon Trail. It connected with all those great trails. And in Missouri, at one time, Franklin in the Boonslick was the trailhead. Now that changed and shifted as the years went on. It moved west until the trailhead became independence. And then even Westport. And then people would launch from those places. Missouri played such a big role in the expansion out west. And I know the the French tried to and, and I guess the, the trail was kind of there. They they tried it in the late seventeen hundreds, uh, but once the Louisiana Purchase mm. opened up, that, that really paved the way for Missouri to help with America's expansion out west. And the Santa Fe Trail didn't really live all that long because shortly after that, when you consider history, the railroad came along then too. That's right. So if you can, if you consider, um, say from the statehood of Missouri forward, there was overland truck with all of the merchant caravans that continued until close to the Civil War. But then with the rise of the railroads, just as you say, that slowly just replaced that traffic. Yeah. So, so about, finally. Yeah, about 40, 50 years. That's right. Tim Carson, a contributor with Missouri Life magazine. Uh, you can find your article on the Santa Fe Trail and learn more about your relationship and uh, uh, your family's upbringing around Kit Carson if you go to MissouriLife.com. Tim, appreciate the time. Thank you so much. I so appreciate being here with you. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.